welcome to Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm here. Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that'll allow you to chat with us directly on Discord as we record about 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I, you know, I guess for it's Halloween, there were so many witches' stories, so <laughs> I got a lot of stories about witches, but that'll be later. Is God smiting them for uh, people running for Congress? No, it's <laughs> it's mostly positive. No. Oh. Toward the Alrighty witches, then. but wow, you know, we'll see. All right, so first, I wanted to mention this. This was on my uh, feed from the Center for Inquiry. Uh, Un- Americans United for Separation of Church and State um, have filed an amicus brief in order to suspend the Kentucky abortion bans. Kentucky had one of the trigger laws go in effect after the Dobbs case was was heard by the uh, Supreme Court, and Americans United for Separation of Church and State, which I guess they just normally go by Americans United for short, but they have filed a brief with the... Uh, actually, I think this is in the, uh, the Kentucky Supreme Court uh, to overturn that because it is imposing, the way it's worded, it's actually imposing religion... Uh, the the abortion law is based solely on religion, and it pretty much says it is their argument. Hmm. Uh, so it's imposing a religious belief on all Kentuckians. That's cool. Hmm. So. I did I did I did hear that um, there are a group of um, Jews somewhere I don't remember where that were suing for the same reason. Yeah, I, I think we mentioned that before. Somebody I don't know if New York or I I, I don't remember where it was, but. No, I don't remember it either. But uh, yeah, so the more people are starting to sue and, and get involved, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Can they win on that though? Well, <laughs> I hope so. It's a religious I mean, freedom argument, right? So, well, it's better than a Satanist. I mean, they have better chance than a Satanist. It's not better than, but you know what I mean. Right. Good luck. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, wait a minute. Are they saying that the ban infringes on their religious rights, or are they saying that the ban is a religious thing? It infringes on their religious rights. Okay, okay, okay. Because, because it's imposing a religious belief. That's where, that's where it gets cr- tricky. Mm. Yeah, this is true. And it's going to Kentucky Supreme Court, so who knows what the Supreme Court's like. <laughs> Would you like a hint? <laughs> <laughs> it's Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of a hint. <laughs> um, I did want to follow up on this from Huffington Post. A uh, Proud Boys member has pleaded guilty... To seditious conspiracy charges. This is uh, this is very interesting because there were several of the Proud Boys that were being charged with this, and one of them has agreed to cooperate and and pleaded guilty uh, on the charges. So now I'm really curious how how that's going to go, um, because if he's going to cooperate, then it seems likely more likely that uh, it's going to be kind of bad moving forward for the rest of the Proud Boys. You would think so. Unless they make a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that came up from this case is that Stuart Rhodes, one of the leaders of the Proud Boys, had actually was trying to get the Insurrection Act activated, uh, trying to get Trump to say that, uh, you know, there's an insurrection going on. And basically what he was saying was that the stealing of the election was the insurrection and that if trump were to activate the insurrection act then they could legally bring firearms into the capitol they could be the uh aforementioned second amendment gun toters but is he arguing that's what trump did or no no no. he he was saying trump should have said this is oh oh, the vote Stealing was an insurrection, and then we could have showed up armed and attacked. I wasn't right. sure if he was saying, you know, because you know how they think sometimes Trump is still president, that he <clears> wanted Trump <throat> to do that. Right. Could you do that now, sir? So, <laughs> Could you yeah, use your mind and do it? This was, <laughs> Apparently, this this came up in the, the different hearings that they're having, and it was at the time, on January 6th, 
apparently Rhodes was trying to get this to happen, sending out messages, hoping to influence the president to 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 make it happen. And they're hey, all very- well, again, why doesn't Trump do it now with his mind? <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll just be like, you know, presidents can just retroactively make things up after they're president. Right. And these are all familiar sounding names. It's Enrico Tario, Ethan Nordine, Joseph Biggs, Zachary Rell, and Dominic Pizzola. We've heard them and talked about them before. They were the ones that were going in and into the building in a stack with body armor and the whole lot. Yeah. Oh, doing the snake weave through the crowd. Those yep. guys. Yep. Well, good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them is saving his skin. Right. So you I wonder how one to, you just need to pull on one thread. <laughs> yep. I wonder how many of them actually understand at this point that they were wrong. Yeah. This one maybe that one. <laughs> so I might even I might even say none. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, just going to save his skin at this point. Mm. Uh, hey, speaking of crazies, I don't even know where to begin on this. I guess just <laughs> Kanye Wait, West. Is it, I was going to say, is it Marjorie Taylor Greene? Is it Lauren <laughs> Boebert? Is it Kanye West? Or one Mr. Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> In this case, we'll go with Kanye West. All right. Uh, Kanye was banned to Twitter. Uh, he apparently has been off Twitter for quite a while. Came back and decided to tweet some really horrendous shit. Um, he said, I think that, the, be- the best part was is that Kanye came back on. Elon welcomed him back. Ten hours later, Kanye was banned. <laughs> right <laughs> now, why was he banned? Um, nobody's really sharing this this tweet because of you know just how shitty it is. Nobody wants to repeat these words. But hey, it's a profane argument. So I'm going to say why he was banned because. The first thing I did is, oh, well, what did he do? He said something stupid. He propagated, you know, January 6th stuff. Like, what's he? Nope. Did he wear a White Lives Matter shirt? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) No, what he did was he actually tweeted, quote, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Oh. DEFCON, not DEFCON. So everybody is taking this as, oh, you just threatened Jewish people with death. That's, uh... And he included in this, the funny thing is, I can't actually be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. He's a black Israelite. But not all blacks are Jewish and not all Jews are black. Yeah. (laughs) He's, I mean, he has got mental health issues. Clearly, we know this. So what? So what? (laughs) It doesn't excuse him. It just explains it. (laughs) Partially. Oh, we have to get poor Kanye help. Oh, no. That's all I hear. That's all I hear. (laughs) And how many millions of followers does he have that he can influence with this anti-Semitic bullshit? Well, way too many. Yeah. It's also worth noting, I read somewhere that someone said, you know, the only time you put down DEFCON 3 is when you don't know which one's higher, 5 or 1. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is is very true. Uh, DEFCON does go from 1 to 5 and... Why three? I who knows? I I don't. I was going to say as as our as one of our listeners just drew attention to that. Even if he was correctly writing it, DefCon three is only medium level alert. Yeah. <laughs> and to answer the how many millions of followers does he have? Zero. He has zero now. <laughs> but again, he said DefCon. Right. I no no he wrote DefCon. He didn't write DefCon. DefCon D E. A-T-H. Are you sure? Yep, I have it in front of me. Oh, I, I thought I read it written somewhere in some... I could have sworn it said DEFCON. Well, I mean, either one's just as bad, but damn. Yeah. Dude. What? Yeah. <laughs> then did you see how the, the Jews made uh, Diddy call him up? <laughs> Apparently, he said. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, there's some text message between him and, and Puff Daddy, and he said something like, you know, you can't understand what the fuck Kanye's saying. Mm. And but he did allude to the fact that the Jews forced Diddy to call him because I think Diddy was like, "Yo, dude, we need to talk," or you know, intervention right. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then I don't know if Ray, you have this in story. Kanye went on to Tucker Carlson. Mm. <laughs> he did, and just spouted the most insane bullshit. But not once did Tucker ask him about that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that he said on? He said so much weird shit. I, I can't even. I, I don't even remember. I just yeah. got some blurbs from it. There was one thing in particular, but I don't remember. I, I don't want to misquote it. But yeah, it was an insane interview. Oh, yeah, there. Grinch just posted a thing that the text exchange. I'm going to use you as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can threaten or influence me. 
I told you this was war. Mm. That was just Texas with Diddy. Okay. A yeah. war? With the Jews. <laughs> what what but what I'm curious is and I don't know, what has prompted him to to all of a sudden hate Jewish people? Good uh, question. I mean, honestly, there's I was gonna say it's gotta be either money or schizophrenia. Hmm. Oh maybe the- he is finding that the well of money that he was getting riding uh Osteen's coattails is starting to dry up. Well, maybe. Uh, and so now he is gonna try to dip into the right wing crazy crowd. There were two particular things I found uh, that they're coming back to me about the Tucker Carlson interview. One was how his I, I didn't know this. Ta- uh, Kanye's father was a, f- a former Black Panther. Hmm. Okay, and seems plausible. Sent him a text saying like uh, about the wearing the White Lives Matter shirt. Ha ha ha. That's funny. And Kanye wrote back, "What did you think was funny about it?" And he was like, "Just that a black man is just stating the obvious." And a lot of people are speculating that Kanye's father was like, "That was dumb." Right. Sure. And then Tucker Carlson even was like looking at him like, what? (laughs) When he said this. And then (laughs) talking about how great he was, he used the example of Tanya Harding. um, Tanya Harding. Yeah, about how she would go out and, um, God, it's almost worth just looking at the clip and then pausing the show. But I know we're running late. (laughs) Something about Tanya Harding and how when she gets up in the morning and she does her triple flip things or whatever that's god empowering her or something it was something about god and making her a great skater and i'm look and i'm watching this and i'm like why would you use tanya harding as your fucking example (laughs) yeah of god blessing an athlete (laughs) by taking a crowbar to their opponent's knees yeah like it's just what an odd choice first of all i mean do most kids even know who tanya harding is i doubt it (laughs) no I'm surprised he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like our age, isn't he? He's roughly our, our age. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, I, that doesn't seem to be anything that would ever be on his radar. Yeah. Women's Olympic figure skating doesn't sound like- <laughs> Well, I just, I'm just getting a feeling. Maybe he's just like, I'm so demented. I'm just aligning myself with every evil person out there. <laughs> like, ah. I mean, is it just maybe. possible that he's saying the most outrageous things he can think of just so people talk about him again? He was missing the limelight. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, the guy has so much money. Like, it's uh, not like it's not like Kanye's put out an album and it failed. Yeah, well, sure. but, an, but an album is not the same as people talking to you right. and asking you questions and, and following you. That adoration yeah, like is what we were exploring with our new nemesis, Elon Musk. Mm. Like he's he's done. He's he's won capitalism. There's nothing else to achieve. He has unlimited money. Now he needs the adoration that he thinks should go with it, so he just goes with whatever direction he thinks will will yield the most. See, I feel with with Elon, though, it's that the left just started turning on him because of some of the dumb shit he was saying, and seeing those cracks, he just was like, oh, well, these people will like me. Yeah. Right. It wasn't that it was just failing, and he was like, I'm just going to say whatever I can say. He's like, well, now I'm just going to go to the other side, and now I can really just be a dumb, rich, white person and really let it loose. (laughs) Kanye, it's not like he was, like, failing. It's not like he right. was falling out of the limelight, in my opinion, at least. Well, right, I mean, it's, I certainly don't think the same thing was true for Elon. He, I mean, he certainly wasn't failing. No. Yeah. But you're right, I mean, he, he definitely had less liberal interest when people found out that he was not an engineer, not a smart person, not a good person, just, a, I don't know, Steve Jobs 2.0. <laughs> so yeah. the, the, the richest person in the world was not receiving enough adoration. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it, wasn't like, that, it wasn't that he was, because he was getting the other. It was the fact that, like, people started to see cracks in it. Mm. You know, we all heard the pedophile comment. And we're like, that was odd. It's <laughs> a weird thing to say, you know. And then, it, then you know, truth started, like, you know, people are like, you know, Elon's not as great as you fucking think. <laughs> and then we're like, oh... Emeralds in the pockets, eh? <laughs> not, not, not a self-starter, really. Yeah. I just wish he would sell off Tesla so that we wouldn't have Tesla associated with him all the time, <laughs> which is bullshit comments he's still making. Yeah. Uh, in any case, hey, I'm moving on. Do it. Uh, let's move on to the Supreme Court of the United States, who on Monday, Yuck. I'm going to read this, and then I want to try and explain it, because when I read the, every time I read this, I get confused. 
The Supreme Court on Monday declined to hear a challenge from 10 states seeking to appeal a ruling affirming a mandate that healthcare workers be vaccinated against COVID-19 at medical facilities that receive federal funding. So, did you get that? Do you understand yes. what they declined to hear? <laughs> yes. So, the 10 states were making an appeal to overturn the mandate that healthcare workers need to be vaccinated if they work at a federal funded facility. Correct. So the fact that they declined to hear it means Seems that... It's good, right? That's yeah, a good, good thing. Yeah. It is a good thing. I, I read it like five times before I understood whether or not it was a good thing. Because there's so <laughs> many turnarounds in that sentence. But, yes, it is absolutely a good thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, you know, sometimes they appear to be right in the conservative GOP pocket. And other times they make decisions that you're like, oh, oh, okay. You're following the law. Yeah. yeah. Now, in well, this case, it was a five to four decision. So four <laughs> of the conservatives still wanted to hear the arguments. Uh, but Roberts and Kavanaugh joined the liberal Kavanaugh? justice. Yeah. Yeah. That is not the one I would have thought. Oh, I would have. I thought it was it, would have been Gorsuch. Now, he's just pro-corporation and pro-Native American. He is anti-science and anti... Brett's had a lot of diseases in his day, and <laughs> science is taking care of all of them, so he's pretty fond of, of people not getting sick. And this doesn't impact businesses in any way. This just impacts, you know, dumb individuals that don't want to get vaccinated. So that mm -hmm. there's no business putting money in their pocket saying, make this go away. Yeah. Nice to know that the, that the other three are on lock mm. in, in the world's mind and in all of our minds. Mm. So the Supreme Court ruled, yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. Kobe Barrett, Alito, and uh, Long Dong Silver all rule the same way. So, Karen, your other Supreme Court thing, the uh, the link got overridden, it looks like. So I don't know if oh. you have that again about the PA ballots. I do. Okay. Um, so in another case, they declined to take the case about Pennsylvania. So in Pennsylvania, um, some people that mail-in voted did not, put, did not handwrite the date on their outer envelope. And there was an argument about um, whether they should be counted or not. And the Supreme Court said, uh, we're not going to get involved, sent it back to the third U.S. District Court of Appeals in Pennsylvania, who had previously said um, that it was the Pennsylvania was required to count them, except that told, told them to make it moot. It's a long, complicated story. But the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what I'm hearing is get to the because they did rule. They vacated the ruling. The Supreme Court didn't do nothing about this. They said, you guys are wrong. Your ruling doesn't count. You are not allowed to count votes if the people break the rules. But they didn't overturn it. They just um, sent it back and said that it was a uh, uh, granted. So, <laughs> yeah. Remanded there's it meaning a difference between sending it back and telling them they have to pick the other decision and overturning it. Yeah. Well, they, that's not what they did. They sent it back to the Third Circuit to be dismissed as moot saying that there's no longer an issue for the court to resolve because another state court had said that it would violate Pennsylvania law and that they needed to be counted because it was a it didn't change the the vote in any way that was materially important is what it ultimately came down to the, the supreme court decided not to interfere it's still not 100% clear in Pennsylvania but uh, the way that it looks right now is anything that is not material to the actual vote does not make the vote invalid in other words, we're still going to argue about it, though. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, even after that information, it couldn't be less clear. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even understand what we just discussed anymore. <laughs> I, I felt like I would going into it, but that didn't yeah. make any sense to me. I'm completely lost. I checked out right at the beginning. <laughs> nice. It's rough. We'll understand it more as, as the story develops, I think. Yes. I mean, basically... But it, today is not that day. No. I mean, the, the, the Supreme Court decided not to weigh in on the argument and sent it back to Pennsylvania to decide for, the, for themselves. So I, I, think uh. that's, I think that's good, because if they had decided that um, not following an unimportant detail meant that your vote didn't count, that opens a door that is really dangerous. I mean, you signed your, hand, your signature in cursive instead of in, you know, block print. Your vote doesn't count. You signed in block print instead of cursive. Your vote doesn't count. The possibilities were endless there for the Republicans on the, to... On the opposite side of that, which part doesn't count? Like, we have established rules as to what makes these mail-in votings count. 
But now we're just saying, well, that, that rule doesn't... No, that's not the important one. No, no, that one's cool, too. You can just, just fuck that up if you want. What the- but, uh, you know, as long as you voted that... So just tell them to check yes or no and mail it in. If they feel like putting their name on it, that's eh, not important. Well, I don't think where the date, the date that was messed up that or missing wasn't part of the ballot. It was on the envelope right. that the ballot Outside. was in. Right. So they they were throwing away a ballot because there wasn't a date on the envelope that the ballot was inside of. Right. And that it, I mean All I'm saying is that date required or not? Yeah, that's the argument. Okay, what did they decide? They decided not to get involved and send it back to Pennsylvania. What did Pennsylvania decide? Did anybody decide if the if the date is required or not? Currently, the are currently the decision is that it is at an immaterial technical defect doesn't impact the vote and so it, they need to be counted. Okay. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with the ballot. You still need to count the ballot. Right. I mean, it, it's just... As long a, as the law is being adhered to, I don't care which way it went. Sure. Yeah, it, it wasn't on the ballot itself. It was on the external envelope. So that was an immaterial technical defect, is what they ruled it. Current. That's what the current oh. ruling is. Okay. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. Hey, I heard they're taking up some kind of case where uh, they're probably going to allow electors to just throw votes out at a, at a state level. That seems likely. Yeah. It seems likely that somebody's making that argument and trying to get it to the Supreme Court, yes. I mean, if that happens, like, is there any even point to having a government? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, that is a huge chunk of the democratic process just stricken if that happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, look to um, what happened in the occupied territories of Ukraine. They had a, air quote, election. That's the kind of thing we're looking at in the long term. Right. Well, as the GOP told us, our goal, our next goal, is to become hungry. We're technically a democracy, but it's not really a democracy in any way. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's the next step uh, towards, you know, a, a permanent Republican-controlled government. Mm. That is the goal. All right, I am moving on to something very positive that happened this last week. Uh, so we started out, you know, they, they had the whole let's go Brandon thing, and that kind of got turned around into uh, dark Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now, now we got dank Brandon. <laughs> dank Brandon is is here to stay, I think. Uh-oh. Because Joe Biden pardoned, what was it, 6,500 federally imprisoned individuals who were solely imprisoned based on the possession or use of marijuana? Correct. Pardoned, released. Not not necessarily in jail currently, but passed um, right as right. well. So cleared the either cleared your record or got you out of jail. One of the two allows you to vote now because mm. it's been cleared and you no longer have a felony against you. So that would be Sweet. applicable Good in midterm strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, the Republicans were complaining that well, that's just he's doing that because that's what the people want. It's like that's. Politicians' jobs is to do what the people want. First of all, that is how democracy works. (laughs) Secondly, they're not wrong. This is the same guy that fired staffers, even if they had medically prescribed marijuana, because he is so anti-cannabis. So this is a bullshit political move, but I support him. Now listen, again, I don't see it. Well, yes, it's 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 a political move. I don't know if it's bullshit, because you're looking at a guy whose son is definitely a drug addict. Hmm. And has issues with that. And sure. even though he may have some personal feelings about it, he can see that the rest of the country and the world, partly, is realizes that this is not a thing. So he's relenting. So it's yeah. a, it's good timing. But I can I can see why Joe, especially at his age, might be like, I don't know, my son's on crack. <laughs> you know. I also right. I, I see. I feel like that's why he is so against it. I feel no, like that's he, what I'm saying. He blames that's... it right as a gateway drug and. Yeah, but, I mean, you can see why he might be against any kind of drug. Sure. 100% yes. Yeah, okay. Now, I would take a little bit of exception to the comparison between him pardoning people for possession and firing people in his staff who use marijuana. If if he had a policy or, you know, there is a policy at the White House, the staff not ever use marijuana, that's, I mean, firing someone for it, for using it, like... I, to me, that's totally different than imprisoning somebody for mm. possession or use. But like, I, I don't have a problem if a company says, well, I personally 
would have a little bit of a problem against the company, but a company should have the right to say, look, we don't want anybody working here who smokes marijuana. Like, do I agree with that? No. But at the same time, I mean, a company can have a policy. Okay. You know what I mean? So, we, so we're, we're not making cakes for gays anymore. I don't, well, I don't want that private company to... to well, that's not get, the same thing. You can't control whether or not you're gay. You can definitely control whether or not you, you use marijuana. What if it's medically prescribed? Well, then there should be an exception. What other medications can I block my employees from taking? All of them. What a, can, might as well. Can you allow, can you not, can you fire somebody if they smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol? I hope so, but I don't think so. I don't <laughs> hey, know. fuck you. Fuck you, Ian. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was not you specifically. I was just always bitter because I've been a retail slave my whole life. And I was like, why do the, you know, Jared's of the world get an extra hour break a day because they need to go down and suck down some cigarettes and I just have to stand here. Yeah. It's absurd that smoke breaks used to be a thing. It's absurd. I always no, would go on smoke breaks with the people who smoke. That was uh, that was my well, little we, rebellion against that rule. We we rounded you all up. Yeah. <laughs> smoke break time. You know we don't smoke. Yeah, just now, come outside. It's nice. <laughs> now, I agree with you. I think that unless, you, like, if you show up to do your job high and it impedes your performance of, of doing your job, then, okay. Sure. Um, I think that could be a line. But. You know, having a having your employees do a drug test, I think is I think it's too far. But at the mm. same time, uh, you know, I, legal or not, sure, okay, I I I can understand it being legal to do that. I think the more important thing that he did though was um, he actually asked the whatever the government division it is that decides these things to take marijuana to review the fact that marijuana is on the schedule one with heroin. That is absurd. It should not be there. Right. So he. I agree. And, and so is LSD, and I'm uh, kind of not on board with that one either. Heroin, cocaine, sure, I get it. Uh, you know, addictive, et cetera, et cetera. But LSD, not really addictive, and hey, certainly and not best, marijuana. The best part is, is while he's doing this, and I hopefully garnered all votes from hippies and potheads. Mm. Donald <laughs> Trump is like, we should murder all drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he didn't just pardon a bunch of people. He also set in motion the wheels to hopefully make some, you know, actual changes to the law. Okay. I mean, that would be, that would be, I never thought it would happen during his administration because of his previous objections. But if he is finally like, hey, you know, more than half of the states in this country have legalized marijuana, either recreationally or for medicinal purposes, maybe we should try to match what the majority of the country already does at a federal level. Mm. He's good at sensing which way the wind's blowing. Hey, if this leads to a couple more Democratic midterm wins, good too. And, and yeah, he's just like far-left Fetterman, getting all those dangerous criminals out of prison. <laughs> putting them to work. <laughs> That's what he should have said. I want to pardon them all and then put them on my staff. <laughs> to replace the people that I fired for smoking marijuana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to Pennsylvania Senator or uh, Senator Want to Be hmm. Mehmet Oz. He's back <laughs> in the news again, and again, not for anything good. Uh, he's back in the news for killing puppies. He sure is. Yeah. Um, Seventy-five <laughs> studies published in academic journals, reviewed by Oz's team, they conducted experiments on at least one thousand twenty-seven live animals. 34 of those experiments resulted in the deaths of at least 329 dogs. Two of his experiments killed 31 pigs, and 38 experiments killed 661 rabbits and rodents. As a follow-up to this, Columbia University, where uh, where the experiments were, were done, was actually ordered to pay a fine, a penalty of $2,000, but oh. was ordered to pay a fine, a penalty... And uh, that was for the violations of the Animal Welfare Act. So the university was fined. And I don't, Oz's response to this is, as far as I know, no comment. has been nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Non-existent. Well, I mean. I, I, well, has he been out since then? Has anybody asked him about it? <laughs> he doesn't talk to, to reporters. <laughs> has he at least tweeted out, I didn't personally kill the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I may have killed them in clinical trials, but John Fetterman eats them. <laughs> I'm sure. Just look at him. He's so unhealthy. He's eating thousands of pounds of dog meat. <laughs> the reason I think people are really upset is because of all, all of Oz's experiments 
were on bullshit things. They like they were things that never came to fruition. There was no benefit for to the medicines, quote unquote, <laughs> that he touted. Yeah, so was this for his bullshit like lose weight pills and stuff? That is my understanding, yes. Wow. That it's just <laughs> sorry. The idea that he would <laughs> He's really bad at this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's really, really bad at this. Only slightly related anecdote. The the fact that this is now a scandal, while it makes perfect sense to me, the understanding of major cultural shifts that have occurred. When I was in school, send a mouse to college to raise funds to send mice to be experimented on <laughs> was a regular, normal fundraiser that we did frequently. That frequently. Never and now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, all the time. I've got to Google it, see if it still exists. It was called Send a Mouse to College. You would, you know, take that around to your neighborhood and raise money, and it would send these mice to, to college so that kids could learn biology or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think we all acknowledge that medical experimentation, by necessity, sometimes involves animals. But the, the kind of the bargain that we've made with the scientific community is you're not cruel about it. You don't you know, needlessly subject animals to harm and pain. You you minimize at all at all costs. That's kind of the right. bargain that we've struck. And it doesn't right. sound People like... People just get a little loose with it sometimes. Right. He just did not uphold his end of the bargain. Right. Sometimes sometimes you're ethical about your experiments, mm. and sometimes you give all your nursemaids scarlet fever to see if you can find a cure, and then they mm. name John Hopkins Medical Center <laughs> for you. So, well, you know. I mean, and that's the thing. We're, like, we're, I mean, I think we're all okay with, like, cancer research or, or you know, yeah. actual yeah. things. Not research of fat-burning pills. Yeah, not or, diet pills. Right. Yeah, or whatever <laughs> bullshit he was working on. Right. Right. Don't you yeah, don't put shampoo in bunny eyes. It's not necessary. <laughs> the only reason you're doing it is to see if it stings. That's just cruel. <laughs> could, could we not do that, please? You want to see if it stings? Can we just put it accept in your the own fact eye. that shampoo burns? <laughs> that was a common experience. That's why the um, shampoo is is often labeled cruelty free because there was a giant uproar at one point in the past because they would <laughs> drop it in bunny eyes to see if it stung. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And eventually the rabbit was like, whatever, I'm used to it. And they're like, oh, we're going to market this, <laughs> this as pain-free. This, this is my life now. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, moving on. Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> uh, who is Republican senator? Where did he say this? I don't even know. I have no idea where he said this. But. It was some fucking rally. Oh, was yeah. it? Okay. It was a rally. So yeah. here is, uh, he, he was talking about Democrats. Here's the quote. They are not soft on crime. They are pro-crime. They want crime. Hmm? They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Wow. He's talking about black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, very upfront about it. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously all the criminals are black, according to... Tommy Tuberville. Tuberville? Tuberville. Mm. I don't know what, how he pronounces it. It's spelled Tuberville. Tuberville is hilarious, so I choose <laughs> to say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's really just... amazing. I mean, right out on Front Street, black people are criminals. That's why the Democrats want to get black people reparations, is because they want all the crime to take what you have. So, again, instigating fear. Mm. The otherism, making sure that you hate the right people, it's it's gross. It's so overt. I think that's what I find mm. shocking about it. Like, you... There's no obfuscation anymore. Right. Did you see what Marjorie Taylor Greene said in the same fucking rally? I'm, I think no, I did, but I, I don't remember. I'm not sure I want to, but I, I'm sitting down. So. <laughs> oh, she went on after his little bow about the black people. She started talking about... The uh, undocumented illegals coming over the border are here to replace us. Oh. They're going to replace your kids in school. They're going to replace you at your job. And this is what Joe Biden wants. Come on, whiteies, we need to stick together. Basically what she said. Yeah, the overtness of, okay. the, of the, the racism is... Yeah, I guess that's the appeal. Because, again, normally I would say, Thomas, if you're listening, <laughs> for the low, low price of $75,000 a year... 
I know a man named Jared who can follow you around. <laughs> and right before you publish stupid shit, he will be happy to say, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> no. Don't see, send that tweet. See, that's the thing. I, this is perfect for him. I got to be honest with you. Like, and her. Like, what? Again. This, 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 this will only increase their numbers is what you're saying? Mm. Listen. Or maintain them at this point? You're all, probably not wrong. All I have to say is that Hersher Walker... It's been found out this anti-abortion man who's st- who wants a federal ban on abortion turns out that he uh, convinced a woman to have an abortion. This all this news comes out. He has the best day in raising money ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I, I saw that. Absolutely. So, all of that is not at all surprising. Of I mean, you continue, and then I will complain right. about Herschel Walker a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if we have a whole Herschel Walker thing. We should, but mm-hmm. and again, and as far as Tuberville goes, Tuberville. Whatever. I mean, again, are we talking about the mysterious swing voter who can't decide between Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's like, they're replacing us, to someone going Medicare for all? I mean, you. I mean, I know there's a happy medium in there somewhere. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Tuberville's making his case. He's he's just solidifying his 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 place in the. In the what is he a senator now? Yeah, he's yeah. a senator. Mm-hmm. The White Pantheon. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't going to gain any new people, no matter what he fucking said. Mm. It's amazing. Sorry. I mean, it's amazing because ten years ago, any one of these people would be buried. Yeah, right. yeah. and thanks to Donald Trump, now doesn't matter. Whole new world. Whole new world. By the way, I don't have anything on uh, Herschel Walker. <laughs> I thought we talked well, about him enough last week. Added to this because it's just a general now, and he out. Tuberville only adds to it. Football does not qualify you to lead our government. Mm. Stop it, people. I love professional American football. Love it. I can watch all the games on Sunday, plus Thursday, plus Monday, and still want more. Those are not the people who are going to lead us to a better future. No. Those are the people who are going to continue to do the very specialized thing it is that they do, and that is play football at a level that I can barely comprehend because it's so amazing. Herschel Walker, however, despite his long-fated talent, yeah, what a monster. Mm. And the people, their ability to talk themselves into continuing to support him. I feel like someone came out and after this and said, well, you know, I've just, you know, Herschel Walker is, is the way to go because he is a good christian man and he just you know he's having his faith tested and we need to support him i'm like his opponent is a preacher yeah a reverend is a reverend yeah but he wants to kill babies (laughs) (laughs) plus as straight from herschel walker's mouth god has forgiven him for all his bad things that he's done Mm -hmm. so he's clean he's clean ian he's got to just reuse the same playbook and everybody just keeps falling for it because this woman? I, I've never heard of this woman. You have a son with this woman. Nope, never heard of her. I may, I may, have, heard, I may have done that, but I didn't. <laughs> but if I did, God forgave me for it. But I didn't do it. She tracked you down in court because you wouldn't pay child support. So you goddamn well know who she is. Nope, never heard of her. And again, mm-hmm. this is all, all funny for us, but it doesn't mean shit to them. Yeah. No. Like, and it's it truly is... I mean, showing you, like, how these people are. That they do not give a shit about the character of a person. As long as that person is like, I, uh, I'm i against abortion or whatever one issue they fucking have or whatever. Right. I mean, now nowadays, I don't even think that's a fucking thing. I think if you just support Trump, you're golden. Well, the weird thing even- is, there's one person. Madison Croft, Crawthorn? Cawthorn, Cawthorn, whatever his name is. He was yes. dropped like a hot potato. And he had dirt on somebody or something was going on. <laughs> well, he actually came out and said in public that, you know, sex parties and cocaine. And that was the the, the line that was too far. That's interesting. All this other stuff is not too far. That's too I far. Actually, no, I, I, I changed my – I remember saying this before. I think it's because the one thing they won't tolerate is gay shit. Mm. And what he did was slightly gay. True. Or had gay overtones. And Oh, see, I did – this is the one instance where I didn't – doubt Kevin McCarthy at all. He came right out and said, I don't care when Bobert says crazy shit. I don't care when Marjorie Taylor Greene says crazy shit. I don't care when Matt Gates says crazy shit. What Cawthorn did 
was he drug the rest of the people in his party into it, mm. and he said, that is unacceptable, and we will cut you loose so fucking fast it'll make your head spin. Hmm. But then I don't understand, like, the lieutenant governor of Georgia came out against Herschel Walker. He'll I don't probably, know if you guys saw that. Ew. He'll probably Yeah, what's up with that? He'll probably I, well, be dropped. <laughs> I don't I, it's a really weird thing I don't I don't understand. There's a there's a couple theories. Now and, and there's two kind of opposing things because I heard that there a lot of the top GOP are rallying around Herschel Walker now because bottom line is they fucking need him. Sure. Yeah. They need him oh, to break yeah. that fifty fifty split, whether he is quite possibly the worst person to serve in government, even with Donald Trump out in the field, I'm saying that. <laughs> this man is like train wreck. Dumber yeah. than dumb. <laughs> and they I think they might have been trying to test the waters too, because they're like, as bad as he is, is like this guy comes with a lot of baggage. You know, who knows what kind of shit's gonna turn up when he's in the Senate. Will it matter? Yeah, you know I mean yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it will matter, but yeah. so they said, all right, let's put the lieutenant governor out there and test it out. And he came out and he was like, he's exactly what Ian just said. Throwing a football does not qualify you to be in government mm. um, and really blasted him. And then the best part was when they asked Herschel about it at some fucking rally. Hmm. And they said, how do you feel about Lieutenant Governor so-and-so and what he said about you throwing a football and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, but what show does that guy work for? And they're like, he doesn't work for a show. And he's like, yeah, but he's on a show. He keeps going on about a show. And finally, he's like, he's still the lieutenant governor of the state you're running for. And it's just surmised that Herschel Walker didn't know who the lieutenant governor of Georgia was. So That's very true. Why would you think he would? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Again, (laughs) football player. That's, That's it. I think and the, the criteria is, will he vote the way that I tell him to vote? And the answer to that question is an affirmative. Yeah, so. that's definitely true. All right, we're running long on time. I am going to move on to uh, the last thing that I have in politics, which is about Tucker Carlson's new quote-unquote documentary Uh-oh. called The End of Men. <laughs> uh, first, I want to I quote uh, <laughs> Sophie Lawton of Media Matters. She said that Tucker's new schlockumentary, The End of Men, is an incoherent collection of pseudoscientific ideas about modern-day men having lower testosterone levels and sperm count and how bro-scientist movement is fixing that problem. Who's to blame? Is this the tanning your balls thing? <laughs> it, I, I think it was leading up to it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought that was, like, old news. Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> who's, who's to blame? None other than soy globalism. The aim of which is to destroy nations and local communities, and they do this by isolating communities, sickening them through food and so-called medicine. That's an attack on vaccines. Uh, The globalist wants you to be fat, sick, depressed, and isolated. The better to control you and to milk you for as, as much economic value as they can before they kill you. There is some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, again... Looking at what the Republicans are doing and then saying the Democrats are doing this. Right. Well, I mean, I think capitalism is doing that. Wow. But the GOP is the epitome of, you know, capitalist society. Sure. Free market. It's all about raw eggs in this article. That's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> and well, dangerous. There, there's a hit on Raw Egg Nationalist, which is some sort of website, and it's one of his quote-unquote scientists that he references throughout the thing. Oh. Anyway, yeah, pseudoscientific, the idea that men aren't men anymore. Tan your nuts. Yep. <laughs> I'd never heard about this uh, documentary before, but... Uh, no, I didn't know he was making a documentary. I making, do like I, the... I saw this like eight months ago. Oh, if it is the nope. ball tanning thing. <laughs> oh, we did talk about the ball tanning thing on this. Absolutely. Yeah. We were talking about sunning your taint. No, 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 no. This is this oh, no, is he was ball tanning too. I remember that. Yeah, remember the guy standing in front of the the UV yeah. thing with it next to his. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. That's it. No. Yeah. I think I think this is that was like cross promotional with this to you know to build interest in the. It's all not all, but yeah, they've seemed to have been working on this in the the GOP. I, I I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene was tweeting something about the electric cars are emasculating men. Yeah. What? <laughs> she said that. Uh, a last, she said electric cars are emasculating men, and Pete Buttigieg was like, 
that someone asked him about that on on a, a show, and he was like, "I don't even understand what she's saying. I how could a human person think that masculinity is tied to whether or not your car takes gas or electric?" <laughs> And the, the you, host was just like, I don't know, I'm sorry. You would be surprised what people say will emasculate a man these days. Mm. Uh, oh, it's, 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 not, it's vast. It's not just crazy Republicans talking about gas-powered cars, because my girlfriend likes to go on Reddit and see these crazy posts by by women who say, if a man orders an appetizer at a meal, <coughs> he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't order an appetizer. You can't take food home. Is uh makes you feminine. God, there was some other really weird ones. There's tons of them. Nope, can't be fat. <laughs> huh. So there's. I know this is kind of off topic of of what she said, but yeah, there's a lot of weird shit out there. Oh, of sure. People saying what 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 a man can do and what they can't do. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the right stuff. You know, the dating site. <laughs> they oh. want men to be men. <laughs> no. No women showed up. <laughs> yeah, I hear that's tanked, by the way. Already? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's already over. That's two weeks? <laughs> it's like the stock went in the, in the shitter. <laughs> uh, before I move off politics, I did want to mention uh, Tulsi Gabbard apparently came out and announced that she could no longer be part of the Democratic Party because of... This shocked me. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. This shocked me. Really? Yeah, because I thought Tulsi Gabbard left the party two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she functionally did. (laughs) I mean, the the crazy bitch has been hosting Tucker Carlson's show when he's on vacation. Right. Yeah. And she just made the announcement today? Yeah. Oh, and she went, you know, I can't be part of this globalist elitist, blah, 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 blah. She went that route, too. Yeah. Really? All right. (laughs) My favorite response on Twitter was a gif of uh, Powers Booth from Tombstone saying, <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't know if you guys had anything else on that. I was going to mm. move on. Uh, religious nonsense. We talked about Iran before. The protests continue. The, everybody, basically, the, the, the tone at this point is this is not the end. Uh, it will continue for a long time. And some of this is really strong. I mean, they were chanting death to the dictator uh, in the streets, like, which is obviously referring to Khomeini. Mm. Yeah, this is, uh, it, it's amazing that it's it's still continuing. They've, uh, they've killed dozens of people at this point, uh, protesters. Wow. But the protesters are not backing down, so good yeah. on them. It was a, I saw an article about some of the mullahs had, um, were being harassed so much on the street by the protesters that they had to change what they were wearing. I'm like, that is perfect. (laughs) What's a mullah? I assume it's some type of... The religious police people, yeah. Okay, these these are the... uh, The morality police. Right, the morality police, okay. Yeah, it was too dangerous for them to be on the streets in their their outfits, in their religious outfits. So they have to go incognito. (laughs) What is going on over there? The young people have had it. They are fed up. Yeah. Well, I like the, the the headline from CNN. A barrier of fear has been broken in Iran. They are just done with this crap. Well, good for them. Yeah. I, I wonder what it would be like to live in a country small enough where the will of the people could actually affect change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was the problem in China and in, in Tiananmen Square. It's too, just too, too big. Yeah. Too spread out. I may have been referencing a country slightly closer to where I live, but <laughs> China also. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the U.S., we're going the opposite way. Yeah. Um, in Texas, Steadfast Baptist Church. This is going to be offensive, but I'm going to read his quote because I think it deserves to be read. Duncan Urbanek of the Steadfast Baptist Church said at the pulpit, Fags are an abomination. God hates them. Well, didn't the Bible just say that if you're a cross-dresser, you're an abomination too? Now, obviously, it's not as be- bad as being a faggot, but God is also mm. very upset with your sin. Wow. <laughs> uh, he also continued on and said that if you're a woman and you own pants, throw them away. Light them on fire. Ew! If you're a man <laughs> and your wife has pants, throw them away. And if she yells at you, so be it. Throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> I pants. <laughs> Sorry, I, did he just come out as anti pants? Yes. yes. Well, women in pants. Yes. yes. 
Father let me wear trousers on safari once. <laughs> Finally, someone had the courage to take on Big Pan. <laughs> so, in Iran, the people are rising up because they're being forced to wear a uh, headscarf. And in Texas, the, the priests are starting to say, women shouldn't wear pants. <laughs> Did pants even exist when the fucking Bible was written? I don't think so. Jesus never wore pants. Like, what? Yeah, they're all wearing <laughs> robes and shit. Yeah. I think there were rudimentary pants for uh, riding horses, because it's really super not convenient to wear something long like that on a horse. Right. That makes sense. Did they have horses back then? <laughs> yes. Did they invent those yet? <laughs> yes. Could they ride them? <laughs> right. Well, they rode well, They rode um, uh, camels, so same. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Same deal there. I'm just right trying on. to figure out, like, what is it about pants and women? Like, I get it. <laughs> But, like, how, again, how it was at the well, as soon as a woman the... wears pants, then she will start thinking she's more manlike and more domineering and... Right. Oh, start... it's the opposite direction that I was going. Oh? I thought because pants were form-fitting and then you could see the shape of her ass and her curves, it would be too tempting and it would drive you insane. Probably uh, that as well, but... And well, now, it's probably more, women need to wear pants... Be, or not wear pants because men, who are the dominant in the house, can have access to them at any time they want. And pants are just cumbersome to take off and on. You know, if she's wearing a nice long dress down to her ankles, we could just lift that dress up and procreate as God wanted. <laughs> You're overcomplicating it, guys. It's just about <laughs> controlling what women wear. <laughs> so are we anti-pants or pro-pants? <laughs> I don't care. Us personally, or <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, like this guy's uh, uh, this. Yeah, he wants you to light them on just, fire. I'm anti people. People in charge telling other people what they can and can't wear. Well, I mean, he says specifically, if you're a man and your wife has pants, throw them away. And if she yells at you, so be it. Throw them away. It's about <laughs> you're control. the fucking man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can only assume the next logical step is if he gets this pants wish, like say it's a a global phenomenon, and people or men are just throwing their wives' pants out, it'll be, hey, if your wife's trying to vote, you should smack her in the fucking gob. Right? <laughs> well, then they'll have, there'll be the argument about, you know, are, is the skirt too short? Um, you know, you have it has to go past your fingertips. Or is it, you know, does it need to be shorter, depending on who the guy is? God, I gotta finish Handmaid's Tale. I gotta see how this is gonna end. <laughs> you know, I only did one season, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't continue on either. It was too like real life. I was all bummed out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, gold star, gob is underused. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm moving on to the witches. Yay, witches. Yeah. So, it's Halloween time. <laughs> so it, 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 I, I kind of referenced Halloween, but uh, this is actually witches, for the most part, way back in history when people were being burned at the stake. Mm. Uh, first story is in Scotland. Scotland is contemplating pardoning witches and this all stems from the witchcraft act of 1563 uh okay. many people have been charged with being witches several of them were faced convictions hundreds of years ago blah 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 basically this it started out as pardoning them to clear the names the family names to clear up history and say look we realize witches were never a thing and this was all wrong it's basically you know a Sorry that that happened in the past kind of thing. However, it's it's been brought up because people are still being charged with ritual satanic practices. Um, people worshipping Satan are still being charged. And in particular, there was a group of 11 people who were charged with pornography, forced prostitution, and drug dealing, including uh, their children in this. And one of the charges against them was witchcraft. And should they be pardoned because we want to, you know, be politically correct about the past? Is this all in Scotland? Yeah, this is all in Scotland. What? Yeah, that's what I got confused about. <laughs> People are currently being charged with witchcrafty type things in Scotland. Uh, it was uh, about satanic worship and witchcraft, yes. Well, that's nonsense. <laughs> but it, the main charges were... Sexual abuse of children, uh, forced prostitution, that sort of stuff. Here's the thing. Can't you pardon the witchcraft thing without messing the with the laws about 
raping children and forced prostitution and like they can still be charged yeah. with everything else. You, you can separate these things. It's okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait, we can hold two thoughts in our head at the same time? Yeah, weird. Uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm also skeptical. <laughs> and with that, I thought this was odd because in, in a different news feed, I saw that Netherlands is also looking at the same thing. They're looking at pardoning witches murdered in the 17th century. Hmm. They called it a black page in the history of our country. And, and yeah, they're looking to do the exact same thing. So people are really focusing on witchcraft. Old witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. It's the well, spookiest time of the year. <laughs> I think the next story is the, the reason why. Yeah, probably. So yeah. over in Ghana, uh, a woman from Ghana just spoke in Norway. Uh, what was the uh, Norway conference on witch hunting? Apparently, <laughs> she was in a witch camp for 15 years. Uh, she was able to make a trip to Norway and speak out against the practice of calling someone a witch and having them serve in a witch camp. And I went, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, the, a witch camp comprised, uh, well, the one she was in, comprised of like 15 huts. A uh, hundred women were sent there over time. Uh, they were accused of being witches and practicing black magic. They were sent to this place. They served the mayor, basically. Uh, they, they ran his farm, worked for him, and paid him for the privilege of being mm. there. As it turns out, most of these women were widows, and the families wanted to reclaim all of the possessions of the, uh, the guy that died, so they accused her right. of being a witch and reclaimed all of her possessions. Wow. And sent her to witch camp. Easy peasy. Strategy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Too bad we couldn't that today and get rid of all the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Netherlands and Scotland think that they, if they clear up their previous sins, that they can now speak from a position of authority that Ghana can't sin. Okay. Dumb, but okay. Well, I'm fine with clearing all the... I mean, witchcraft is a... Yeah. It's not a thing. So, yeah, clear all that up. Uh, and the last one is somewhat similar. A Dutch town has been linked to satanic pedophiles, uh, and the town has lost its case against Twitter. They sued Twitter to stop the spread of false conspiracy theories claiming that their town was a home to a ring of Satan-worshipping pedophiles. <laughs> um, I don't want to even try to pronounce the name of this town in the Netherlands. I'm, I'm not going to. It's, it's amazing. Um, I will post it in Discord, and you can see it on the link. But in this town, they're like, yeah, we can, can, can we stop people on Twitter from propagating the, the idea that, you know, we're just a bunch of Satanists? And <laughs> uh, apparently, the, uh, the judge ruled that uh, this went to The Hague, district court and he said that uh twitter has currently done enough to remove unlawful content from its platform and uh anything more would be uh you know they're not obliged to remove any other tweets from others uh that that are that are retweeting so they they kind of lost their case but mm. you know it, it's a whole freedom of speech thing right so well there's going to be a, a united states supreme court case coming up this session about whether um, the Twitters of the world are responsible for the content. So it's going to be one to watch. So what happens if they lose? Which way am I rooting? I don't know. If they lose, does that destroy social media and save the world? Possibly. Or if they lose, does that turn it into some sort of weird state media situation? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be strange. Right. I mean, if Twitter is responsible for all the things that are posted on there, I mean, they, they, yeah. they take down a lot of it quickly and they ban people. But yeah, I don't know. They do it currently based on their own internal policies. Are we going to have external policies? I don't know. Bears watching. All right. I'm going to hit a couple of these things on COVID real quick. There is an article on Vox about the anti-vax movement still growing in the U.S. Oh, I thought we were over that already. Yeah. Apparently not. No. Uh, more than 80 anti-vaccine bills have been introduced in state legislatures across the country. Jeez. Vaccine rates have fell during this last year. Um, students being vaccinated for school, that sort of thing. Mm. It's still very much, very much out there. And one of the big things on science-based medicine, they talk about the fact that in Florida, the 
uh, what's his title? Uh, the Surgeon, yeah, State Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo has decided to put out a statement telling people that if you're in between the ages of, what was it, 18 and 35, I think it was? But in any case, but, if you're if you're between the ages of, like, I think it was right around 18 and 35, you should not get the mRNA vaccine. Hmm. For no good reason. Uh, the only references it has is based on uh, one study that was, uh, I, I can't really say poorly done, but it was a very small study that, you know, needs it needs more research. Um, is that the myocarditis thing? Was it, was it undertaken at the <laughs> Rogan and Rogers School of Medicine? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, the ages were 18 to 39. Males aged 18 to 39. They, they say that... Uh, after males over the age of 60 had a 10% increased risk of cardiac-related death within 28 days of the vaccine. This is totally made up. Mm. There, there is no study that actually shows that, but that's what the Surgeon General is putting out. Um, why is he doing this? Well, he was recently appointed by uh, Ron DeSantis, and uh, DeSantis is constantly anti-vaccine promotion, so... Yeah, you, I don't... I mean... The number of people that have died in Florida is greater than the number of people that uh, DeSantis won by. And most of them, I mean, sure. not from the beginning, but uh, a lot of them are going to be Republicans. A higher percentage of them are going to be Republicans. Yet somehow Ron DeSantis will still win again. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he's winning the hearts and minds of more idiots out there. Yeah. It's a self-correcting problem. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> And we're probably, you know, this this episode will probably never last on YouTube because we would be propagating misinformation, mm. even though we're saying it's incredibly wrong and bad for the country. Just want to throw that in their little jab at YouTube. <laughs> I had someone ask about that the other day. They're like, I haven't seen any new shows on YouTube. What's going on? I was like, we're banned. Mm. Yeah, they struck three episodes on for propagating medical misinformation. So by simply just reporting on somebody else saying misinformation and trying to correct getting... it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's all it takes. All right. On to conspiracies. Woohoo. Ian, this is about you. It's not. It's about the hurricane. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. But because the hurricane was named Ian. Um so the 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 most recent conspiracy the claims is that the government tricked people who were opposed to the pandemic-related mandates, into moving to Florida. What? So the government tricked people oh. into moving to Florida, and then they created a hurricane and <laughs> sent it to Florida to destroy all those people. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I invented a hurricane, I'd send it to Mar-a-Lago, please. The government created the hurricane to kill all of the... Anti-vax people who they had previously tricked into going to Florida. Mm. Wow. You know, I, I, seems I, legit to me. A significant portion of those people that were hit in Florida don't have flood insurance or, you know, hurricane insurance. Living on barrier islands. Their decision-making process was flawed from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I have sympathy for people who lost everything, but oh, at yeah. the same time... You know, if you can't afford the hurricane insurance because you're living in the, the you know, where, where you're living, maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's mm. a clue that you shouldn't live there. Well, supposedly some of the insurance companies in Florida are um, not going to survive this. So there will be even fewer options for insurance in Florida after this. What you guys don't understand is, is that they don't need flood insurance. If gay people would stop having gay sex in their towns, they'd stop getting hit by hurricanes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So... <laughs> Can I just save a buck and, you know, you guys stop having sex? <laughs> so simple. Just do your own research. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing that I have, and this is, explains one of our uh, friends uh, a little bit more on the whole homeopathy front, I think. The health minister, the minister of health at Lauterbach in Germany, um, he is like the chief medicine science-based, you know, person in the country of Germany has said that he has committed himself to a science-based health policy and that homeopathy has no place in it. Oh, good. Mm. Previously, Germany's insurance, medical insurance, covers homeop homeopathic solutions. 
And the current Minister of Health is going after that and trying to make it so that the health insurance do, does not have to pay for homeopathic... For, for water? Anything. Good. Uh, but it does explain why our one friend who has definite German ties uh, believes that homeopathy is a thing. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. That's a great step. I'm glad Germany is finally, you know, looking in this direction. Surprised it took this long, but yeah, good step. All right, that's all I got. You guys have anything else? No, I do not. No. I got all my Herschel Walker hate out, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spent. <laughs> all right, uh, then I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those who could join us tonight on Discord. Uh, Grinch, Heston Gixon, Hypatia, and Joshua, we do appreciate your support and your feedback. If you enjoy the podcast, you could support it by joining them, uh, signing up on our Patreon page. Uh, if you can't do that, feel free to share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us on YouTunes. On YouTunes? Wow, on <laughs> iTunes? <laughs> Yeah, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, if you'd like to contact us, you can post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage you to check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network that we are a member of. You can find all the podcasts at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you. <laughs>